Well, good morning, everybody. We're GFBS. We're Grand Forks' best source, giving Grand Forks an identity again. Today's show brought to you by Raptor PCS right here in the Grand Cities Mall with all kinds of great breaks given to first responders, students, military. And if you mention GFBS, they'll even give you 10 bucks off your bill. What a great deal, huh? Rocking the guys at Raptor PCS. They'll fix your computer right. There, anything you want done with it. They'll fix it right. In most cases, you'll get your computer back the following day. Winners of the top-rated businesses in 2019 and 2020. Love those guys. You can call them up if you want them to come and get your computer. Don't have to leave the house. 701-772-7626. And again, thank you, Raptor PCS. As we, uh, yeah, thank you. As we get ready for today's show. First off, uh, of course, it's our daily segment, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. And uh, here is uh, the jokes my neighbor tells me this time. Uh, what kind of lion never roars? What kind of lion never roars? A dandelion. All right, uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> jokes my neighbor tells me. All right, uh, welcome to the show again. Uh, right in candidate for Grand Forks Mayor, uh, Art Bakken. Art, how you doing today? Doing good today. How about you? Good, good, good. Um, and I know we're not uh, going to jump right into uh, talking about the mayoral race. Uh, maybe talk a little bit about all this crap that's going around in this great country of ours going on right now. Uh, all starting uh, because of the death of George Floyd down in the Twin Cities. And man, what's going on in this country right now? Well, you know, the thing about... George Floyd was, it is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And it was worse that other cops stood around and didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And I believe that when he was being put in the car, he did resist a little bit. That's why he ended up on the ground. Mm -hmm. But even so, that doesn't justify what they did. Yeah. But the what's going on doesn't justify what they're doing either. They're, so, they're not protesting. They're rioting. Right. There's a difference between protesting, rioting, and looting, and stealing everything you can get your hands on. Uh, I watched Philadelphia last night with Target, and they were going in and out with carts of merchandise. Now, that has nothing to do with George Floyd or the movement or anything else. That's mm -hmm. just plain stealing. Um, you know, we had an incident uh, here in our own city last week, uh, of course, with Grand Forks police officer uh, Cody Holty. Um, horrible, horrible news. Um, nobody's riding. Nobody's, you know, none of that stuff is going on around here. Uh, East Grand Forks had a protest the other day, which was a peaceful protest. And now, I mean, even you look at Fargo, it's, it's just crazy down there. What does that have to do with anything in the Twin Cities? The same with D.C., the same with Atlanta, all these cities. Well, it's, you know, the whole thing was just like a match thrown on gasoline. Mm -hmm. It just ignited underlying things, uh, the, the COVID thing being cooped up, the job losses and all the other things combined and the stress of not knowing about your rent or your home or anything. And I think it just, that, that just set the whole thing off and everybody was already mad. So, yep. And, uh, you've got some experience when it comes to these kind of things like the riots and everything. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I, I, I was in the uh, military in 68 when Martin Luther King was, shot and, and he was shot by a white supremacist mm -hmm. and uh, we had rioting in our major cities then and, and Washington DC was one of them and we were called in which is unusual for federal troops to operate in this country but we were called in to protect the capital and take back Washington DC and we did mm -hmm. we spent 30 days there 
and got the whole thing under control. How did that compare to back then compared to the rioting now? Actually, back then, it was actually worse. They burned down a good share of the town, and, mm-hmm. and uh, they overran the police, they overran the guard. And that's when we were called in because we were afraid of losing the capital. You know, all these people that are anti-police, anti-law you know, enforcement, where the hell would we be without them, really? Well, they might be against them, but when they're in trouble, they still call them. Sure, sure. You know, and, and I... What happened in Minneapolis was sad yes, and tragic and bad, and, but there's going to be bad things happen everywhere. I mean, no matter what organization it is, you got people that aren't doing what they should be doing. Mm. It could be the military, it could be the police, it could be Amazon, it could be anybody. Sure. I mean, if you've got enough people, you're going to have some that don't do what they should, and they should pay for that. Well. It's something I, I mean, I think the media has a lot to be uh, responsible for this, too. For one thing, I mean, since they're saying that a white cop killed a black man. Well, no, it was a bad cop killed an innocent man. Yep. You know, I mean. That, Maybe. Yeah. You know, it's totally different. I mean, you know, the narrative behind it is just completely off. Well, you know, we do have a justice system for a reason, you know, and uh, hopefully things will pan out. But. Uh, we're putting this shout out uh, to Grand Forks and a call out to Grand Forks and East Grand Forks. We don't want to be like Minneapolis, St. Paul. We don't want to be like Fargo. We want things to stay peaceful here, uh, like what's been going on. Definitely. I mean, it's it doesn't make sense. I mean, protesting's fine. I mean, that's that's the right we have as being an American. And you know, if there's something we should be protesting, go for it. Yep. Uh, the wheels of justice move slow. Yes, they do. Consider, they do. Considering they say we should have a speedy trial and everything, well, that's kind of fell by the wayside, and this COVID-19 has even made it worse. Sure. So, you know, and they say, well, we want the other officers charged. Well, what are you going to charge them with? I mean, not being humane about it mm-hmm. or, or, you know, they, they weren't doing anything. They were watching. Right, right. And so were a lot of other people, mm-hmm. pedestrians and so on, were watching. And, you know, you would have hoped somebody would have stepped in and done something, though. Well, and again, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with uh, the family of uh, Grand Forks Police Department Officer Cody Holty. Um, somebody was saying that uh, they saw graffiti sprayed across uh, one of the flood walls or the dike or something, but um, it was actually uh, with Angel Wings and 639, and they didn't know what that meant. Well, of course, that was Officer Holty's badge number. And, um, you know, I'm not all about graffiti, but sometimes maybe it's not that bad. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, the whole thing is that what happened to George Floyd is bad. Mm-hmm. But we never hear about what happens to other people. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just a once-in-a-while snapshot here and there of what goes on mm-hmm. nationwide, what the police do nationwide to keep everybody as safe as they can. Yeah. And I, I don't think you can condemn a whole system for a few people. I mean, if that was the case, we would say, well, okay, Holty was killed here by a colored man. Mm-hmm. So all the colored men are bad. Right, right. That's, that, that wouldn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. And it, it, the Target stores had nothing to do with it. People's businesses that they've been working their whole life to get off the ground and make them successful, 
Those businesses had nothing to do with it either. No, and a lot of those businesses were in their own neighborhoods yes. where they shopped anyway. Right, right. It just makes no sense. Well, another thing that I get confused about too is, I mean, you see all these people that are out there in the streets rioting and everything. Well, I mean, it wasn't more than a couple of weeks ago that people weren't even leaving their house because of COVID or yeah. you get fined if you weren't, you know, in a, I mean, right now you still have that six foot rule. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, clearly that has gone out the window. Yeah, no social distancing involved there, is there? <laughs> I think there's going to be a price to pay for that in three, four weeks. I, yeah, and, and you know what? Uh, the thing is, is with technology now and the cameras and everything, uh, you might think you're getting away with a lot of this stuff, you people out there, but uh, they'll find you. And, and hopefully uh, justice will be served uh, on these people. Yeah, a lot of it's on tape, but, but a lot of it are just moving from city to city. Right, right. It's ridiculous. All right, let's get back to this little thing, Art, uh, called the mayoral election. Oh, boy. And uh, kind of why we brought you in the show here. And, uh, you know, we're giving all the um, candidates another shot here on GFBS. And, and we had a good time with you last time, so I had to make sure you got back in again. But uh, giving you one more shot to talk a little bit about uh, your campaign. And uh, the one that, that I get, and this is one that Paul and I will agree with, um, when you say Grand Forks is becoming a bedroom community for larger ones such as Fargo, uh, for the people that don't quite get how we're thinking about this, why don't you explain that a little bit, Art? Well, it means that the Canadians are passing us up going to Fargo, for one thing. Mm-hmm. It, it also means that we're having a harder time getting entertainment here because people from here will go to Fargo yep. to get entertainment. A lot of people that live here will do their shopping in Fargo, and that's partly because we've lost our retail. Yeah, there, There's no place here to buy anymore, and then... There's more stuff going on down there, so they'll drive down, shop, eat, have supper, have a few drinks, or whatever. And we had all that, but we've kind of let it slip away, and we need to get that part back again. Well, you know, everybody says malls are dying. Uh, The Grand Cities Mall here is doing fine. Uh, The Columbia Mall, maybe not so good, but uh, boy, I tell you what, you go to Fargo and go to West Acres, and that place is booming. Yep. Yeah, so it's not all malls. It's not all areas. Mm -hmm. It, it's some areas they're not doing well in, and other areas they're doing fine in. And, and uh, I don't know what the rhyme or reason to that is. You know, when you mention uh, a bedroom community, and uh, again, uh, I always thought Grand Forks was a destination city. Um, a lot of people will say it's not anymore. And that's probably true. I agree with that. I don't think it's a destination city anymore. Uh, it was for many, many, many years. And somehow it slipped away from us, and we let it go. And it, it, it's like anything else. Once it's gone, it's way harder to get back sure. than it is to keep it. We've got a lot of businesses that are wide open right now and some awfully big buildings, too, that uh, we got to get somebody in there. Well, and part of that's what it's costing per square foot to be in Grand Forks. Yes. It costs quite a bit, considerably a bit more to lease a building here than it does in Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had um, got to meet a lot of small business owners at a meeting when we first got GFBS and we were first trying to get it off the ground. And uh, that's what a lot of them said. There were some business owners here in town that had actually owned businesses in Fargo and said dealing with Fargo government was much easier and actually more pleasant than trying to start up a business in Grand Forks. That's 100% true. And it's changing, but it's slow, and whoever gets elected needs to make that change fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, we need to be like a business going out to get a customer, where you go out and you 
meet him and you talk to him and you explain to them that you want him here. Yes. Not how, how difficult we can make it to be here. Exactly. Exactly. Um, everybody, uh, the other mayoral candidates, uh, they're all talking about property taxes, too high, this, that, and this. You know, you think a little bit differently than, than the other candidates do, we're finding out. And uh, what are your thoughts on property taxes? Too high, can we lower them, or is it pretty much impossible to do that? The truth is you can't lower them. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look back at Mayor Brown's record, he's held property taxes pretty flat, mm-hmm. and he did that by raising all the other fees to us. So we're paying the same tax, we just got it in a different form. Yeah. And... uh with all that's going on right now and the amount of retail and stuff we've lost, I don't know how you would lower taxes unless you want to give up police, fire, streets, because there isn't much left to give up. You're right, right. You're exactly right. Now, for you people that uh, are not familiar with Art Bakken, you're not just some guy that decided to write in and, and try to win the uh, mayor election. Uh, you have got a, a pretty extensive history in Grand Forks politics. Well, I happened to be getting elected to the city council in 96, and I was lucky enough to be there all through the flood. Mm-hmm. And I sat on just about every committee for 10 years. I sat on the MPO. I sat on the flood committee. I sat on any committee anybody else didn't want to do. And uh, I got a good knowledge of how it works, what it can do, what it can't do. And it was completely different than what I thought when I got elected. Yeah. And, and now with the uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus thing, I mean, it's not that type of level or that magnitude. But uh, basically, we're going to have to do some rebuilding here in Grand Forks also. You know, I don't know if people want to know the truth, but the truth is we got a hospital that's in trouble. Mm-hmm. We've got a university that's in trouble. And we've got very little manufacturing left. And we have to save our hospital somehow. Oh, yes, yes. And the university is going to be, in my opinion, smaller than it used to be because the state government's not going to have the money to keep jumping into it. And I'm not running for the school system, but if I was, I would say North Dakota doesn't need 11 universities. Yeah, you're probably right. They don't. Uh, for It's funny, for a state that was not affected by COVID-19 as, as much as other states because of our sparsely populated areas or whatever, yeah, 11 universities, I never thought of that. That's a lot for a, a small state like North Dakota. Well, you know, it happened when we had small farms. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. all had large families. So they wanted universities close to all of them. Well, we don't have small farms anymore. Right. They don't have large families and our cities have grown, but not enough to support the universities they have. All right. Now, you also are a little different when it comes to, well, like other candidates. Um, now you see that uh, whoever's endorsing them and this person's endorsing them, maybe this business. You don't really want to be endorsed by anybody. Is, is, am I getting that right? Yeah, I don't care if anybody endorses me or not. Mm-hmm. It, it's the same as whether they vote for me or not. Yep. That's up to them. If they want somebody to come in and do the best job they can and do it for free without taking a salary, then vote for me. And that's one thing uh, that we had talked about after the last interview with you when we were off the air that you had mentioned uh, uh, what you would do with the mayor's salary if you were to be the mayor, and what was that again? I'm not going to take a salary. The city Mm -hmm. needs it more than I do. And uh, the Grand Forks Herald, or the Fargo Herald, whatever it is, uh, (laughs) has... uh, 
I've told them that many times, but they refuse to print that part of it. Hmm. Funny. Uh, you are, by the way, the first candidate to say they would not take the mayor's salary, which, uh, hey, we got to commend you on, about that. Um, what about uh, your thoughts on, like, some of these publicly held buildings, uh, maybe the corporate center downtown Grand Forks? Do they keep them? Do they sell them? What do they do with some of these buildings that they're spending money on? Well, that's, that's a good question because those buildings came about from, from the flood. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they came about with federal money, which means they came about with federal strings. Mm-hmm. And one of the strings was they couldn't be sold for 20 years. And next year, the 20 years are up. Yep. So having said that, that means depending on what the market is, they can start looking to sell them. But you don't want to sell them at the bottom of the market. No. Because they're already rented. Mm-hmm. So you want to... Do you think they should be sold then? Oh, if the yes. If they get the price, if the price is right, they sell them. They should be sold. Yeah. The government has no business owning property. It has no in, business being in business. Mm-hmm. First of all, they're not good at either one. Yep. You know, government was meant to provide us safety. Sure. Provide us roads provide us fire protection, and do the things for us that individuals can't do for themselves. Mm -hmm. Streets, water, sewer, all that kind of stuff. Same with the federal government. They were meant to protect the whole country, which we can't do. Right, right. But but they seem to have overstepped because they have got to the the conclusion that America is so stupid they have to think for us. Right. Um, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm assuming you're a Republican. Um, I'm assuming Republican and Democrat, I guess. Okay. It depends on who's running. If, you know, if there was a good Democrat that believes in the things I believe in, Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. You know, it's kind of funny because uh, ever since I have been old enough to vote and I'm in my my mid fifties now, uh, normally when it comes to the president of the United States, it seems like I end up voting for who I dislike, dislike the least and not who I like the most. And without telling you uh, who my party is or who I affiliate with, um, I'm going to say this right now. It's the first president I've actually liked. But um, who knows? I mean, I I don't know that much about politics, but your thoughts on that, if you want to get that deep? Well, you know, you're right. It's it's been many years since we've had a really good choice in politics. And, I, I mean, this year is even weirder. Um, some of the choices that the Democrats ran through were amazing that communists and socialists dared even say that's what they wanted to do in this country. Could you imagine if we were socialist country? Well, I, I got a feeling that the people would not like what they got. Yeah. And, and, and do you think these people that think that would be the way to go? I mean, most of them are young people. Um, do you think maybe they're just not educated enough to figure that out? I think our education system is pushing people that direction, and I'm not sure why, because I have talked to some of them about our history, and they don't know about our history. They know more about idealism and things that are great, except a lot of them don't work in the real world. Right, right. Um, Art, if, if you're mayor of Grand Forks, uh, which is the city th- that we love here, um, what would you just do different? I mean, I know there's a long list there for you, but um, what are you not happy with and what would you change 
in Grand Fork City government? Well, you know, the government itself is probably pretty efficient. Mm-hmm. But it's like like we talked earlier about rioting and stuff. You always got a few that you can make changes with and move around and maybe move out even, depending mm-hmm. on their work ethic. But overall, we're, we're cleaning more streets, we're doing more work with less people, and we have a, more streets and more sewer and more sure. everything to contend with. So. Mm-hmm. And somebody's got to pay for that. Yeah, and they're, they're keeping up, and, the, you know, the taxes haven't gone up. And, uh, you know, they've done a good job. And I think that if we had some kind of, uh, say, a sewer disaster or water disaster mm-hmm. or something, they wouldn't be able to handle it. It would be back to the private sector because they just don't have the manpower anymore to take care of it. And it's it's kind of like policing. You know, all the cities cut back on policing and they understaff their police according to what everybody says you should have so many officers for sure. so many people. Mm-hmm. And they don't do that because they're saving money. Yep. Right up until you have a riot, then you wished you had those guys back. Yeah. And, and you know, that's uh, what we're hearing with some of these riots in these big cities is they didn't have the manpower to stop it. And then the next thing you know, you're calling in the National Guard. Well, I have a question for you. I mean, it has nothing to do with like the riots or protesting, but when you talk about um, just like even how it's more affordable to do leasing and businesses and housing and everything in Fargo. So because you're a businessman, you probably have a better understanding of this than I do. And I've just been hearing a lot like these Thompson homes that are coming into Grand Forks. People are saying that they're bringing affordable housing to Grand Forks, but and I, I've talked to them, and they say that uh, nobody in Grand Forks can compete with their prices. But if everybody is getting homes that are being built by a Fargo-based company, well, doesn't that more or less hurt our, like our economy here? And, I mean, I'm sure it's going to provide more jobs for people to do maintenance on them and stuff. But Well, you know, that's a good question. Uh, and I don't want to pick on Thompson Holmes. No, absolutely not. No, no, I, no, just, just, just an example. I mean, yep. I, I, with Robin Davy, I pointed out the construction on, you know, on Washington. The, so. the thing is that anything that you're going to make affordable, mm-hmm. car, house, washing machine, whatever, if you got the price down below everybody else, you're not getting the same product either. Sure. So that means that down the road... You're going to get unsuspecting surprises. Mm-hmm. You, you pay for what you buy. You, you pay know, for what you get. If you look at some of the new additions and the width of the streets mm-hmm. that, that the, you know, the builders are putting in their own streets because it's cheaper because they're making them smaller. Sure, sure. Well, and if they're making them smaller, are they making them up to standard? Are we? Are they a 10-year street or a 20-year street like the city puts it? Mm-hmm. So... You know, it goes back to that, and, and I know Robin talked about affordable housing and building smaller homes and smaller lots, and, well, we did that out on the west side of yep. town. after, after the, the flood, flood mm-hmm. and nobody wanted to live in them. Right. So we quit building. Yep, yep. Um, basically, you know, like with, with the street contracts in town, not all of them are, are Grand Forks-based uh, companies um, and, and some of these house builders. Um, but then again, uh, you know, who gets complained to? if they would go with uh, maybe a local business that was 
a higher bid. You know, somebody's got to pay for that. But then on the flip side, we're getting the work done cheaper, but a lot of that money that's being paid to these workers isn't staying in Grand Forks. Well, I'm not sure anymore because I've been off the council for a while. Mm -hmm. But I know for a while there was a, you had to take lowest bid. Yep, yep. And, and I'm guessing no that... where it's from. Right. And I'm, I mean, it, it really, it makes sense, doesn't it? Well, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Because if you're taking the lowest bid and they're cutting corners and you're not getting a warranty, you're not saving money. Yep. Seems now, um, and you know, I was the same way when I graduated and, and went to college and all that stuff. I couldn't wait to get away from my hometown. I'm from Thief River Falls. So I did what everybody wanted to do at that age. I moved out to California. Didn't last long. I realized how much I missed this part of the country. How can we keep some of these high schoolers? I mean, the graduations were just this past weekend here, Red River and Central. And uh, how do we keep these kids in Grand Forks? Oh, there again, you got you got to have jobs for them. It's mm -hmm. simple, and, and you got to have some kind of nightlife, and you got to have things going on which have slipped away from us. Yep. And uh, the hotel industry here is going to be in trouble because they came because of the Canadians and all that was going on. Yep, Alaris and the Ralph and yeah. all that stuff. And, uh, you know, we got to get that back, but that's not going to be a quick fix. No, no. You know, and, and the other thing, it, you know, you talked about streets. We should be having a warranty on these streets for a certain amount of time. Yep. And we also should have our people test you. I worked for the state of North Dakota. When they built 94 and 25, mm -hmm. and one of my my job was to inspect them as they laid the concrete, and then inspect the concrete, and have it tested. And if it wasn't right, they had to take it up and start over. Mm -hmm. I don't see that anymore. Yeah, um, I actually did the same thing. I built pre-stressed concrete buildings for many years, and uh, I know how much that concrete had to be tested in the plant and on the job site because you never know. Things can happen between the plant, the ready-mix plant, and what happens at the job site. But that's all stuff that should just be common sense. You think people are cutting corners because, well, it costs more money. Or because nobody's watching. Yeah. Um, Art, you know, the uh, election is only days away. Uh, any last words? Well, I think the election is probably already determined. Okay. Actually, I had a question on okay. that, too. Um, just out of curiosity, I mean, if you weren't running for mayor, uh, if you don't mind, so who, uh, who would you support? Well, you know, I've, I've known Mike because he, he was mayor when I was on the council. Mm -hmm. But to tell you the truth, I think he's run his course. Okay. And Brandon would be my next pick, but he's going to need a good advisor. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to do that for him? I'm always willing to give advice. You know what us old sure. guys always yeah. do. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm sure you've got a lot of it, too. I've got a lot of opinions. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Opinions are kind of like advice, though, um, because you need to hear other opinions about your ideas or about what you want to do or not do because just because it's your idea, it doesn't make it right. So it's always good to have somebody else's opinion. Well, you know, it's like everything we're doing in America now. We're replacing all the older, experienced people mm -hmm. with younger, cheaper people. Yes. Except it takes three of them to replace one guy that knows about it. I'll give you an example. 
diesel mechanics. Oh, yeah. I, it used to be I could drive my truck into the shop, and they'd walk up, and the guy would put his ear to it, and, yeah, we got this. Mm-hmm. Well, now they drive it in, they bring out a computer, oh, yeah. plug it in, nothing wrong. Computer didn't tell them anything. That's it. They're done. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, it's the same with, with farm implements. Uh, a lot of these farmers, uh, you know, back, I remember when I was a kid, I, I knew tons of farm families. Um, a big farm back then was maybe 1,000 acres. It was a pretty nice size farm. Now we don't have that. Um, now everything's huge. Less farmers out there. Um, but when it comes to, like, their implements and stuff, a lot of these guys, you grew up, you fixed your own stuff. That's what you did on the farm. If something broke down, you tore it apart, you went in and got the parts, and you fixed it. Well, they don't even let them do that anymore. Um, now with the new implements, I don't think you are legally able to even work on them. You have to drive them. doesn't matter how far away you are. You have to get that place to the implement, and they've got to do the work. Well, it's, it's all computerized. Mm-hmm. And it costs so much. To have those computers, like, like say, I'll use me as an example. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, three or four different kinds of engines. Yep. And everyone has to have its own computer. Sure. And they change them every few years mm-hmm. for that engine. And then you have to have somebody that knows how to run yeah. four different computers on four different engines. Well, it's cheaper to take it in. Yeah. And uh, remember back in the good old days when it was... Uh spark and fuel and that's about all you had to worry about to get your car your vehicle to run now there's a computer for this a computer for that and people are like well i've got all these options on my car now but how do you fix them <laughs> it's, and they're expensive oh yes they are expensive in fact um you look at some of the prices on the new pickups now it's more than my first house cost <laughs> well, to repair them too though if you yeah. say you got a pickup and it's four years old and off warranty mm-hmm. and the computer goes out yeah Oh, that pickup's done. Yeah. The computer's worth more than the pickup. Yeah. Isn't that something? All right. One last shot. What do you want to tell the people, Art? Why, why should Art Bakken be our next mayor of Grand Forks? Because I care. Just about the city. Mm-hmm. It's not about me. And if I don't get elected, it's not the end of the world for me. Mm-hmm. And if I do, I'll do the best job I can. Yep. And if somebody else gets elected and they need help, I would be more than happy to help them. I'm, you know... I love Grand Forks. Yes. But I, I think it needs some serious help. And I, I think we're going to have some serious issues with COVID-19 after all this rioting and everything. And the federal government can't fix this for us. You know, it, it, we're just going to have to pull our pants up and go to work. You know, the past is one thing. Uh, don't ever forget the history uh, of what's gone on here in Grand Forks, but it's really all about the future. It is. Yep. We got to move forward and we got to do it together, and we can't do it hiding in our houses watching your computer. Sure. And uh, oh, uh, sorry, um, when you guys were talking about like uh, opinions, um, that's something I wanted to actually just uh, make a call out to. So, if anybody out there um, is, you know, for the the protesting or has an opinion on that, um, you know, reach out to us. We'd love to have you on the show to to talk about it. Uh, whether you're for or against it. Um, so if you know anybody that's kind of like an activist or anybody that's kind of getting involved in this, um, you know, email us or call us. Yeah, local at gfbestsource.com or 701-213-0863 is our number. Uh, Art Bakken, I, I love talking to you, and uh, I'm, I wish you all the luck in the world on the on the mayor race. And um, 
If you win, that's going to be great. If you don't, we're going to find out a way, just something to talk about to get you back on the show because uh, you're, you're an enjoyment to talk to. I mean, uh, you, you know so much about this town and the history. It, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Well, thank you. I got lots of experience in, in many different areas and not saying it's all good, but yep. I learned from all of them. <laughs> Well, thank you again. Thank you for having me. That's Art Bakken. Uh, if you don't know by now, he's a write-in candidate for the Grand Forks mayoral position, which uh, the election is coming up. And uh, all you people out there, if you'd like a chance of winning that Weber grill that's in the studios here at GFBS, it's easy to do. Just become a Podbean premium subscriber. It's only uh, $5. You'll be entered in drawings and giveaways like uh, for that grill right there. Uh, just go to your Play Store. You download Podbean. You search GFBS. You hit follow and buy and buy premium and you're all set it's five bucks i mean you can't get a burger and a pot for that all right you can help us give grand forks an identity again by getting your Podbean premium subscription if you have any questions on how to do that you can call us up again our number 701-213-0863 and again our show this morning is brought to you by raptor pcs right here in the grand cities mall all your computer needs they provide a full range of computer services at very affordable rates. I'm going to go see Brock again here in a couple of minutes. Helps us out tremendously. Hey, on tomorrow's show, it's a health and fitness day. Dr. Noah will be in the studio. Our show will be a little bit later on tomorrow afternoon. Make sure you like, tag, share us. You know how that works. We're Grand Forks' best source. We're giving Grand Forks an identity again. Get up.